Hey guys, welcome to Parks and Rec episode number 13. I'm Chris. And I'm Yanni. And thank you for joining us again, or joining us for the first time. It's it's always appreciated. If this is your first time, you're going to feel very left out, because we're just going to keep talking about horror nights. Well, we <laughs> might be. We will. Spoilers, <laughs> we, will. we will. We will be. Um, but if this is your first time joining us, welcome. And also, this was our first time doing something, too, because today's episode is going to be all about... Universal Studios Kid Zone. Which, if you're listening, will probably be demolished in a month. Is it exactly um, a month now? So, the last day for operation for Universal Studios Kid Zone is actually going to be January 16th. So oh, it's, less than a month. It's less than a month. So, we're getting this out there as timely as possible because we did do our holiday look uh, at everything last week uh, because that's also very <laughs> timely as well. Um, but when they announced over a month ago now that Universal Studios Kids Zone was going to be closing down, it was kind of one of those things that's like sparked in me. I was like, I've never spent time in Kids Zone because I'm not a kid. And this whole corner of the park is much more dedicated to younger theme park goers, uh, which has just never been the thing that's for me. Hmm. I mean, it is for me, and I, I've still never been. <laughs> okay, when I say younger, I don't I don't mean, like, mid-20s. I mean, like, okay. little kids. Okay, it still, it, it still resonates with me, okay? That's okay, because the most time I have ever spent in KidZone is at Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, because they do have the cues for some of the haunted houses going through KidZone, and... At that point of the night, everything is closed down, so it's not like you're getting that full experience. You know, I've been walking through Kidstone every single Horror Nights that I've ever been to, and I had no desire to ever go through any of it during the uh, during the day. It's actually kind of creepy during the night, especially like before DreamWorks was a thing. It used to be Barney, and you don't know fear until you see Barney in the dark. That I think you've actually just stumbled across the next Halloween Horror Nights like logline. Like you don't know fear until you stumbled across Barney at the dark. It's that's actually stronger than the Never Go Alone or Don't Go Alone like, that they've used for the past couple of years. Universal, hit me up. I got you. But so I thought we would actually just start off by talking about some of the stuff that's going to be safe from the closing, and I'm going to say safe in air quotes. Um, because I think some of the stuff that, yes, they will not be closing as part of this whole shutdown refurbishment of the land. But I think once it does reopen with whatever they're doing, because they have not said what's going to be coming yet, I think they might rebrand it. I do think a couple of things in there are not going to be safe anymore after the whole refurbishment. Uh, so the very first thing that is safe, dot, 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 for now, because that's how I wrote it in my notes. Uh, E.T. Adventure. This is an opening day attraction at Universal Studios. Um, Universal Studios brought to us from Superstar Creator. What? Ferris just stretched. <laughs> it was just really cute. I'm distracted. Go on, go on. <laughs> no. Um, it's okay. Uh, but yes, E.T. Adventure. Um, Steven, Steven Spielberg, Spielberg. Bringing this to life in the parks. They have not changed the intro video to this ride along on your multi-person bike with E.T. since the park opened. 
Uh, rumors were before that Universal had not threatened, but they had talked about maybe closing this attraction down for other stuff. And at that point, Steven Spielberg was like, no, this is my baby. I won't work with you anymore. So they're like, okay, we're not going to touch E.T. Adventure. Is it because, like, everything else that he had worked on, they had shut it down? I think so, because, like, Jaws was already gone at that Mm -hmm. point to make way for the Wizarding World uh, Diagon Alley. And I'm, I'm okay with this surviving. It is not a great attraction. You take that back. No, I think... We'll, we'll talk after the show because I have an idea for like another <laughs> recurring segment that we might do, um, focusing on different attractions. But it it's definitely the Figment's journey into imagination <laughs> of All right, Universal that I use, that I do love. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know what that says about you, but... <laughs> it says that I have great taste in rides. Uh, this ride is safe for the foreseeable future, which I'm okay with. I think this is something that's a lot of fun. Um when we go there if we see that has like a short enough wait and it's like it's one of our just like hey let's go like meander and kill time at the park like this is definitely something that we'll like jump in line for i don't think i've ever seen et longer than 25 minutes it it does happen during some of the busier days because this is a it's definitely a fan favorite it is you get to welcome home welcome home all of et uh another thing safe and this was your first time visiting it uh my second time, because in research for this trip, we did go and spend part of our day at Universal Studios Kid Zone. And this is Animal Actors on location. I feel really bad saying that I don't mind if this goes away. <laughs> um, I think it's very cute. I love the fact that, again, I've only seen this show once before. And the first time that I saw it was a few years ago. It was shortly after I had moved to Orlando. And it was one of my days like where I was just off from work and I was like, Hey, I'm going to go to universal and just get snacks, get a beer, walk around. And it was like, Oh, I've never done this. Let me go check it out. And it's, it's super charming. I think this show is a lot of fun, but it's exactly the same as it was when we saw it last month, as it was like when I saw it years ago, like everything about it, like they haven't changed any of the script. Like they always kind of introduce all of the animals the same way. And that's fine because they're animals. They're all super talented for what they've been trained to do. Um, and But this is one of the ones when I said I think it's safe for now. I think this show will survive just because it is an auditorium show. It can eat a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. Even when we were there, it was a pretty decent turnout crowd. I think it will survive because this is a space that they could use for something else Mm -hmm. i think the stadium itself will survive i don't know if the show will survive because i do feel like it kind of feels dated and i do wish that they had used all the animals because there's so many animals in that show and most of the time you saw them they were just like Walking from one side of the stage to the other and well, walking around the I, other side. I don't think you can fault the show for that. I think that's the fault of the animal actors that are on location because that's what they've been trained to do. Mm. Like, that's maybe not the extent of what that animal can do, but so far that is what that animal can do. It was like, yes, I will walk across the stage. I will pick up the bottle and put it into the recycling bin. I still think that's really cute. <laughs> uh, it's, it's super cute. And I think that's kind of why this show is so charming because there's 
there's fun to it. And again, we live with six cats and we have not trained any of them to do anything. So the fact that they could train one cat even to run up a waterfall at some point is like, wow, oh, no, like, holy cow, <laughs> fantastic. We can't even get bears to stay quiet during the show. <laughs> no. Um, another thing that is safe from closing for now or, you know, in the future, I don't, I don't know. The for now is just my add-on to this. Uh, the SpongeBob store pants, which I've walked into before, but I never really took note of it. But this time when we did walk in, since we were doing it for the show, I did take a little bit more, like, inventory of what was going on and what was in there. Um, because this is a SpongeBob-themed store where you're walking into SpongeBob's pineapple okay because yeah. he lives mm-hmm. in a pineapple under the sea, sea. Yes, spongebob mm-hmm. square pants mm-hmm. um they also had a meet and greet in there with spongebob and patrick who were wearing holiday themed and i've also seen squidward be there a oh, couple nice. of times um i don't know what it says about me because i've never actually watched spongebob but what i know about the characters is like oh yeah i would be a squidward <laughs> um but like walking around it was a lot of spongebob themed merchandise which there's a lot Definitely more. Like a plethora of. Um, and I think it is a cool store, but now that Universal really doesn't have any kind of agreement or deal with Paramount or Viacom, I forget, I think it's Viacom that owns Nickelodeon, who owns SpongeBob, mm-hmm. I don't know how long this will last for because it seems like everything else that Universal had with Nickelodeon has gone away except for this store and maybe some of the stuff that they have in like one of their parades with like Dora and Diego Dora Diego and I can't think of anybody else who survived because Jimmy Neutron's gone not end of list Danny Phantom's never been in the parks right um he was in the Nicktoons today or Nicktoons now show whatever it was called that used to be where uh Minion Mayhem or Shrek was. Are you telling me I missed my chance with Danny Phantom? That was my show. <laughs> They're all my shows, yes. but Danny Phantom specifically. <laughs> yes, you have. Um, but then also safe is the Kids Own Pizza, pizza Company, not Pizza. Oh, no, I don't, I don't know, know what Pizza is. <laughs> um, but this is also just a not themed pizza eatery. Mm-hmm. That when we went, it was closed because one of the things that I wanted to do was like, hey, we're going to try to experience everything in Kid Zone. It was closed, but we haven't experienced this before because it's always open at Halloween Horror Nights. That's where you get pizza fries. Yeah, they have pizza fries here. And then I pulled up the menu just so I could see like, okay, well, what do they have here? Just so we can just like discuss it and talk about it. Um, for their lunch and dinner menu, they have pizza slice pepperoni pizza slice or veggie pizza slice oh you can get the whole pie you can get the whole pie for 40 dollars a steal at Ooh, universe i actually had a, i wonder i actually wonder if this is the same pizza that they serve at louis um most likely and that's just coming from a theme park perspective where it's probably easier just to have like the same recipe and the same ingredients at like multiple spots at the park um, I'm imagining this is also the same pizza that you would get in uh, Springfield, USA at, mm-hmm. uh, at the um... in Fast Food Boulevard. But I'm not 100% on that because I don't stop for fast food pizza. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... there's a 
I feel like it slowed down when it went around. It did. It it literally slowed down (laughs) as I was going past. So for those of you listening, um, if you listen to Magna Broadcast, you also know that we live down the street from a fire station. So, oh, there he goes. Hold on, hold on. There we go again. Hold on. At, At least like every other episode, like a fire engine or like a like sheriff will go by. It happens. Anyways, moving on. Um, but yeah, I think they're all the same pizza, same recipe, because Universal, one of the things that they struggle with, and we've talked about it before, is some of their food offerings, because it feels like everything's very much, hey, this is our recipe for this, but we're going to do this. Like, example, the burger that you get at Krusty Burger is going to be the same burger that you'll get over at, like, um... Jurassic Park, except it's like, well, this burger has crusty sauce. Crusty sauce on it. <laughs> this one has dino sauce. Ooh. Like, it's there's nothing that really differentiates what you're getting from one place to another. This is a side note, but you're at Fast Food Boulevard and you don't get the chicken and waffles. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? No, that's that's the thing to get when you go to Crusty Burger. Uh, but Kids Own Pizza Company again, safe because this is just a window that offers quick service pizza and at halloween horror nights has your pizza fries Mm -hmm. but what isn't safe what isn't safe well the very first thing um, that you would experience if you walk into kid zone is fievel's playland and one of the things i want to ask you Mm -hmm. (laughs) as someone who's younger than me Mm -hmm. is what is your knowledge of fievel's playland or the film um, an american tale that is based off of Okay, so I know American Tale by name. Okay. I know what I know by name. I know the character, the, the main mouse. It's a mouse, right? What's it, yes, what's his name? It's a mouse. I don't know the name. His name is Fievel. That's why this is called <laughs> Fievel's Playland. It's a, it's a fucking mouse. Okay, it's a mouse. And um, end of list. Yes. <laughs> um, so Fievel's Playland opened in 1992, so two years after... Um, Universal Studios had opened, which mm-hmm. the movie it was based off of came out in 1986. So at that point, Ooh. I feel like it was already kind of dated, but they had had some sequels to An American Tale after it came out. So I can understand maybe at that point it was a little bit closer, like the it was a little bit hotter mm-hmm. property. Um, it's cute. It's It's super cute, but... Again, I'm an adult. This isn't something that I'm going to be ever, like, playing in and experiencing. And, again, most of the time that we've spent in Kid Zone outside of the day that we went to research all this is in Halloween Horror Nights where all of this stuff is closed down. And it looks kind of creepy because one of the uh, main play things is actually, like, bones. <laughs> <laughs> so, bones as you're walking to the haunted house. And Curious George. Spoilers. But it's cute, and Playgrounds exists in a lot of the theme parks as just a way to, you know, entertain and encourage some sort of interaction from younger guests. Uh, One of my favorite Disney memories is when I went to the theme parks uh, at Disney's Animal Kingdom, in particular, with one of my friends from back up in Buffalo, Keith, and his family, because at that time... He had two kids who were like, I want to say like six and four. Mm-hmm. Um, they were definitely younger. So 
we spent a good portion of our Animal Kingdom day at the Boneyard Playground because they just wanted to run around and dig in like the giant sandbox that they had. And there was a moment, because at that time I was a Disney cast member, so we had guest passes, which would let us bring people into the parks with us for free. Like Keith looked over at me and was like, I'm so glad I didn't have to pay for this because his kids, like they were having fun. Like we made memories, but they just wanted to sit in the boneyard and dig in the sandbox. Want to hear something embarrassing? Hmm. I played in the boneyard. There you go. Oh, no, no. It gets better. (laughs) It's like 17. That's okay. Because this is a thing that is there for people to enjoy. But as someone that's going to like experience theme parks, how I do where it's like oh i want to eat lots of food i want to drink lots of drinks i want to go on rides and i want to absorb like theming and atmosphere there's really not a lot for me in kid zone and namely bible's playland <laughs> because i love these movies growing up like this was one of my first favorite movies in american tale like i loved it as a child but i have not gone back to it since those years that being said, I played in Boneyard. I don't think I wanted to play in this playground. So that that's that's a point. So against strike it. against it. That's Stri- why you're going against, away. Strike against zone. you because I uh, still want to play in the Boneyard. If I'm being serious. But something that we did experience was Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster, and this was one of the more recent-ish additions to Kid Zone. Recent? This it opened in 1999. Really? Yes. It feels so much older. Uh, but this is like baby's first roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this would be very similar to uh, the Goofy roller coaster. I feel like that this is th- Yes, Kingdom. this is a baby's version of that. Um, I feel like Flight of the Hippogriff over in Islands is a little bit more intense not by much but it's just a little bit more intense a little bit more sophisticated if you will possibly it's been again maybe like 11 years since i went on that because i've only done it one time (laughs) uh and i did it with paul from over at bagman board one of my very best friends um this was a lot of fun though for a, a kid's roller coaster again we went on it for the first time ever and i think it was like a dad and his like little daughter like sitting the, in front of us, or was oh, they were us? they were behind us, and the little girl was having the time of her life, and that made it for me. I was like, "There, you go, girl, you go." But as an adult going on it, I was like, "Okay, this is still kind of fun." Mm-hmm. And when we very short ride, like it's definitely like within a minute, like ride time, for maybe it. a minute if at that. But when we got off of it, I was like. Okay, it was a very long wait the day that we were there, because mm-hmm. I think we waited probably about half an hour, which I think too long for this <laughs> ride as an, an adult trying to go on it. But getting off, I was like, okay, that was still fun. Like, there was still, like, the right amount of, like, ups and downs and, like, drops and dips that I was like, okay, like, for a kid's roller coaster, it was it was fun. That means that it definitely felt old. I think it's it felt older than 1999 because it was very rickety and kind of shaking. And at one point, you like went over to me, and I was like, "Oof, this seat is not big enough for both of us." <laughs> uh, another thing that actually has the exact same age on it is Curious Go- 
Curious George Goes to Town, which also opened in 1999. And One this of my is, favorite things of all This time. is what eats up the entire back half of Kid Zone. And this is equal parts, like, ball play zone. And when I say ball play zone, I don't mean, like, ball pit, like, like jump into it. It's like American gladiators. Like, you're picking up, like, rubber balls and, like, you're putting them in guns and cannons and you're, like, you're shooting them at targets. And so, also, give it, like, give it some respect. What's the name? What's the name? Uh, the Ball Factory. Thank you. Uh, and then the other half of it is all water park. That's just <laughs> intent on soaking you. And again, we went as adults, just going to have fun on our Universal Day. So we were trying to like walk around anything that would spray <laughs> or drop water on you as much as possible. Oh, I I don't think I laughed. As much as like I don't think well, I ever we'll, laughed we'll because <laughs> we'll we'll talk about the ball factory first because again first time experiencing any of this because I've never walked into Kid Zone and I've only walked through it really at night for a Halloween horror night so the ball factory I think is a heck of a lot of fun like even as an adult like walking in there like I was scrambling to find. Any loose, like, rubber balls, like, rolling around that I could so I could put them in, like, one oh. of the guns and, like, like start shooting at Oh, it was so targets. much fun. Or you could also shoot them at people, which is a <laughs> lot of fun, too. <laughs> it was so much fun. Because it's like a soft foam rubber ball. It's not like, like a racquetball. Like, it's almost like it's Nerf quality. It won't hurt anyone, but it'll be fun. Uh, the ball factory... A 10 out of 10. A 10 out of 10. Like, I had so much fun going through there. And I think the only reason, like, I wanted to move on was because, like, we had been in there for a minute. And we kind of wanted to, like, keep moving on to see some of the other stuff. Mm -hmm. And also, I didn't want to keep trying to steal, like, the balls from, like, the kids that were actually there to, like, experience their day. This feels like, oh, what's the ride over in Jurassic Park that we can go on? Pterodon flyers. Thank you. I just want to grab a kid and be no! like, no, not, not like that. <laughs> just like, if anyone has a kid, they'll let me like borrow for a couple hours and be like, hey, we're going on that. No, we're going to go on that because I want to get on that. And I feel like we need a kid so we can just be like, oh, this is a respectful thing to do because we have a child. But also, it's really for us. <laughs> uh, but then the, the front half of it is basically with uh, Curious George going to town, where it's all splash pad. Um, Do you want to tell them what you did? Um, I, I will tell them what I did because, <laughs> again, this is a water playground where there's various different things you can interact with which will shoot water out at you. And as we were looping around, after we had left the ball factory, there was a old school like payphone hanging on the wall. And you could pick up the receiver, and it was one of the things. Is like, okay, I know there's some way to interact with this that's going to shoot like a stream of water out because it's an old school like rotary phone. And in the middle of the rotary dial, there's like just a hole where it's like, yes, water <laughs> will come out from here. So I was trying to like pull things, like push things, and like interact with it with however I could. And at one point. I was like, okay, oh, it's when you put the phone back on the receiver. That is when it shoots the jet of water out at you. Uh, and it was when I did that, there happened to be, like, two other 
well, not other kids, two kids, because <laughs> I'm not a kid, two kids walking behind us, that it shot the jet of water out right into one of their faces. And I, I all I could do was just, like, turn around and be like, sorry, bro. Like, it wasn't meant to be, but bad timing. Oh, don't worry, though. He got splashed afterwards, so it's fine. Yeah, like, my arm was, like, soaking wet for the rest of the day. Um, again... Not for us, but if it was a hot day in the theme park, going into this area to like just like mess around with like the giant buckets of water that would drop from time to time, I think this is really cool because you're getting that water park experience without paying for a separate ticket to a water park. Like this is just in a corner at Universal. Uh, not the intended audience, but I'm kind of sad that the vol factor is going away. No, like, I, it was after experiencing the ball factory that I was like, Kid Zone's awesome. <laughs> like, this is all going away. Like, wow. Like, so whatever they have coming is going to probably be worth it. Um, I'm imagining, and we'll get to this after we talk about some of the other stuff, whatever they have coming will need to definitely be a step up because... Mm-hmm. It shows its age. It shows its age, and I think the properties that they're using aren't probably the most, like, engaging. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're like, okay, let's circle back to this. Um, But one of the things that is also closing down, and this was the most, well, one of the most recent additions to uh, KidZone, is the DreamWorks Destination, uh, which is a interactive Dance dance party where they have different characters from some of the DreamWorks movies come out and it's just loud like bumping music and it's a dance party uh this opened in 2021 and this is what replaced a day in the park with Barney that you had previously <laughs> mentioned and again I'm an adult I had never experienced this before uh a lot of fun like just like the MC that they have there they have like a team of dancers that kind of like rotate in and out and then different DreamWorks characters that also come in and out that they have like dancing along to like some beats and then they have like they have pauses in between the songs where it's like hey you want to take a picture like with the penguins from madagascar come up now take your pictures because the party's about to start like Uh, a lot of energy a lot of fun this is the disney junior part uh dance party of universal uh, and then, like, they brought out a cat from the new Cat in the Hat movie, like, Shrek spinoff. That I was like, I don't know this character, but, like, shout out to them for trying to integrate someone new from a new movie into an attraction that they had already announced was going to be closing down. Mm-hmm. Um, the the kids that were there seemed to be having a lot of fun. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Like, I, if... <laughs> This this was kind of an awkward meet and greet, I think, because you're not actually like meeting anyone. You're just like, "Hey, you, picture, bye, goodbye." And I'm gonna go to the other one. Hey, you, picture, time, go, goodbye. And it's all selfie style. You're not you're not taking yeah. anything. <laughs> I I think it's super cute. Um, I think this also, from a theme park fan perspective, this is probably what solidifies the fact that. Kid Zone is going to become a DreamWorks themed section mm-hmm. of the park yes. for me because, again, it's a dance party. Like, it's characters coming out onto a stage dancing. Your kids can stand like 10 to 12 feet away from them on the ground, like, busting a move. Mm-hmm. 
but there was a good amount of people in there. There and were. As we were there, like, it's definitely like a, hey, come in and leave whenever you want type experience. But hey, stick around because you never know who's going to be coming next. Like, <laughs> it's very much one of those kind of situations. But it's super cute. And again, not the intended audience, like you said, but our time in there as like adults sitting in the seats, like dancing with our arms. It was a lot of fun. Oh, they, they specifically were like, even if you're sitting down, you're going to do these moves. And I was like, oh, absolutely. Let's do this. Hands in the air. Hands we in did the it. Air. We did it. Um, and I, I think this will definitely live on in some way mm-hmm. with the new kid zone. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, which we didn't experience, but we did walk past it as we were exiting, uh, DreamWorks destination. Oh, is, I actually have an oh. intro for this one. Hold on. Okay. Hold on, okay. Hold on. Go ahead. Take okay, it. Hold Take on, it hold away. On, hold on. Okay. Okay. Uh, real talk. You and me. Do you remember walking into Universal Studios a couple of years ago? Yes. Wait, am I the... You're you're uh, not the you. (laughs) Do you remember Shrek 3D? Yes. Uh, Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's not for you. Okay, do you remember walking a little bit past that and seeing like this really tiny corner? Not really corner, it was more like a hole in the wall. And you could sometimes see Shrek and Fiona, but, and then you kind of ignore that. But when Donkey came out, you were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to talk to Donkey because Donkey had, like, the best conversations. Do you remember that? Yes. And then you... (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. You looked at me. (laughs) Do you remember feeling a little sad when Shrek 3D closed down? If you do, you're not really a person because no one really cared. Um, But do you remember how sad you were when you realized that Shrek and Fiona and Donkey were not going to be, like, a meet and greet anymore? Well, do I got news for you, baby. This last thing in there is actually the swamp. Yeah, this is uh, Shrek and Donkey's meet and greet. And this actually opened in 2022. So this year as a place to meet Shrek, Donkey, and Fiona. Um, and we walked past this one as we were like exiting uh, DreamWork Destination. Shrek still has a following. Like I it love that does. Shrek still has like that like fan base to it because I never stopped at the old meet and greet going down that alleyway between mm-hmm. uh Transformers and Monsters Cafe where you could meet them before. But there was a time I was walking through there and they didn't have people meeting and greeting mm-hmm. that like Donkey started yelling out to me and making <laughs> fun of my hairline, which not cool, dude. <laughs> Not cool. I can't control that. <laughs> um, but it's it's fun. It's fun for people that aren't self-conscious about that kind of thing. <laughs> Keep it strong. Keep it strong. Um, but I'm glad that this did exist still. And the fact that Universal invested money into bringing these characters back for a meet and greet probably knowing at that time that this was going to be very short-lived mm-hmm. speaks to probably what they feel people get out of seeing these characters still because when Shrek closed down and they closed down that meet and greet um to make way for the upcoming like Minions Minion, Minion Minions villain con thing and Minions uh cafe that they have coming in they knew that they're like hey people like seeing these characters where can we put them and then they they found a spot for it 
And it's uh, now like a proper meet and greet. Like they have a little. Yeah, they little... have like a. It's like a little hut that you can walk yeah, into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's even a little bit better than the meet and greet for SpongeBob and Patrick because that's just like a wall, a painted wall that you can kind of stand in in front of the store. This is an actual little hut. Yeah, like they they invested in what they knew was probably going to be a limited time engagement again like this just opened this year and then announced a couple months later hey this whole section is closing down uh i do I, hope they keep shrek in they will there's I hope been so. talk for a while now about a shrek like reboot sequel where it's gonna be oh not that <laughs> in, well, but like an updating of shrek for now because it's been so long since shrek Ever After or whatever, like the last one called... Uh, Shrek 2 is perfection. You can't mess with Shre- perfection. The Shrek movies in general are like, so much fun. Like, And I'm glad that they've always had a presence. Like, I own a donkey t-shirt. <laughs> I bought that shirt after donkey made fun of me. <laughs> in the morning, we make waffles. In the morning, we make waffles. Universal Studios. Uh, <laughs> but... The thing that I really wanted to kind of delve into now with the back part of the show is what what's next? Because this whole area, definitely very family-themed, and I think they're going to want to keep that, which mm-hmm. is what's definitely pushing me towards more of a DreamWorks feeling. It, it definitely will be a DreamWorks thing, because they have the whole new area, supposedly, over in the new park, so they definitely want to tie in for that. And then, you know, Universal Studios, as opposed to Islands, doesn't really have a family-friendly area. Like, even in Simpsons Land, they make very adult jokes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if kids have seen Men in Black. Only that. And you have Harry Potter, of course, but... I'm, I'm still surprised <laughs> that Men in Black exists. Because it's a great ride. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun, like... When we went on it last time during Horror Nights, like we we had a lot of fun with it. But we did. It doesn't feel like one of those properties that still resonates, especially after they tried to bring Men in Black back Aww. with like Chris Hemsworth, like Tessa Thompson movie that people just did with not the, see with the tour and Valkyrie of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. So I'm I'm surprised that's still there. Like that that could be a good amount of land that they repurposed for something else, but. That kind of also then leads me back to Kidzone here because, again, the most time I've spent in this land is walking through it to go to Halloween Horror Nights. So I'm also wondering if they'll kind of take that into account and maybe have their lines better managed through it. Because as it stands right now, like if you're going to some of those like warehouses that are in the back, you kind of like loop through back and around behind where Kid Zone is. Yeah. I'm just wondering if they're going to maybe make more space in the back of it for another another like, ha- spot. Another house? Because maybe? we've seen, like, just within the past couple of years, they've popped up houses in some, like, weird spots around um, Fast and the Furious or where Shrek 40 was with mm-hmm. uh, Legendary Truth. Like, would this be something that maybe they take into account? It's like, all right, let's build another like warehouse where it's just just for Horror Nights, so we can kind of save some of that other space. I don't know if they'll do another because there there is another warehouse around there, right? That they can just kind of squeeze in another house in. 
Maybe, uh, mayhaps. I I don't know enough about their their backup house. Well, you know who does? Someone in February is going to know all the lineups. So I'm just waiting They've to hear that. See, <laughs> I told you I was going to go back to Horror Nights. Weren't you listening? I think we're definitely going to keep in the the DreamWorks side of things. Um, now that we know we're going to have the little mini illumination part of the park with Boo. Uh, Minion Mayhem staying where it is, but Boo. then the villain cons. Boo. I'm not a big fan of Minions. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I'm not either. I, I do like the first Despicable Me movie. I do too. The it's first Despicable super, Me is super, super cute. Fun. But Why do they got to continue with it? You have villain, uh, villain Con coming. You have the Minions Cafe coming. So Illumination is going to have its own little section of the park. And I think definitely with something like DreamWorks Destination, like with the dance party, Universal is definitely testing, hey, do people respond to these characters being here? And I think just in the the afternoon that we spent there, I think so. I yeah. think we might wind up seeing something come like the uh, the Secret Life of Pets. Or may have a How to Train Your Dragon well, roller coaster? Well, there's a whole question There's mark? a whole part <laughs> coming that's going to have a How to Train Your Dragon themed land. If you trust any of the rumors, which definitely seem, seem legit at this point. But, you know, I'm not... I'm not a fan of Trolls. I've never seen any of those movies. I've never seen any of the... Well, I saw one of the Sing movies, but it was on an airplane, and I didn't have the audio playing, so I don't know. I honestly know. didn't mind Sing. I thought Sing was fine. Mayhaps it was because all that cast is just A-list car- uh, celebrities being like, I'm a what? An elephant? Okay, cool. <laughs> a singing elephant? Okay, cool. Even better. I I really did enjoy our time in Kid Zone. As brief as it was and This might have been the last time we go to Kid Zone. Yeah, just with our passes we're blocked out now. And I don't think once we hit the new year, if things open up for us and we have a day off if we're going to a theme park, I don't know if I'm saying, Hey, let's go to Kid Zone again. Because yeah. as much as I enjoyed our time there, I don't think there's enough to get me to go back there again. Bull Factory, you were a real one. A real MVP. It, it was. <laughs> most, most valuable. Oh, here we go. I'm trying are to you think. trying to get, like, are you want me to say MVB? No, because I was trying to <laughs> fit to the theme, and I, I can't. But hey, have you experienced Kid Zone? Are there, you going to experience Kid Zone? Is there anything you're going to miss? Is there anything you're looking forward to maybe coming to replace it? Let us know. Email us over at bagnaboardcast at gmail.com or comment on any of the social media posts for this here episode about Kid Zone. Um, Kid Zone. Kid Zone. Will this be something that you think lives in, like, fame? From here on out. Like, Absolutely is this going to be not. something that you lament the loss of? <laughs> Absolutely not. I think the only thing I will lament is the fact that when I see Curious George, I know I'm halfway to a house. And that, I don't think that's the intended purpose <laughs> of Kids Home. Probably not. No. 